This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 718 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have good neighbor Tristan Starbird. He's the CEO of Trademark Roofing. Tristan, how are you doing? Hey, doing well. Really appreciate you having me on, Charlie. Yeah, absolutely. Really appreciate everything you guys do because, my goodness, you don't have a good roof in Southwest Florida. We are in trouble. So yes, uh, yeah, <laughs> the rain is relentless. You know, I I took my roof for I, I admit it. I I took my roof for granted in Pennsylvania, and then when I came down here, I mean, every storm that comes by, it's it's well in the beginning because I had an older roof. It's like you know, cross your fingers, hold your breath, and then uh, you know, now it's like. Thank goodness. Uh, uh, yeah, every every one you escape is a good one. So. <laughs> so, Tristan, let's start with your company, Trademark Roofing. Tell us about it. Yeah, Trademark Roofing is a locally owned and operated roofing contractor company that was started just over five years ago. We celebrated with a chamber last November, our five-year anniversary. Awesome. And our owner just had a vision uh, coming down here to Southwest Florida to build a church and, uh, you know, basically went with his church plant from their home church in Indiana down here and was looking for opportunities to get into business uh, while being here. And a roofing company came up and he decided that um, it was probably going to be the least invasive in terms of, you know, getting things off the ground. He bought the assets of a roofing company, uh, was able to get his license and, you know, form trademark roof. See how uh, everything has evolved over the last few years. And just the team we have, uh, you know, we kid around that we don't have a single roofer on our, on our administrative team. We all came from different backgrounds. And, and with that, um, we've been able to develop a model that is a growing model. It's replicable. Uh, we're excited about that. And it centers around uh, customer service and really providing the very best uh, for those, especially those that are moving down here that are not familiar with the territory and understanding the importance of their roof and what that means to them. So, uh, you know, having that background in different areas, I came from nonprofit of 14 years. We had uh, another one come from a pastoral position, and um, and so it's pretty cool to see how we've all kind of come together to make trademark roofing what it is today. Yeah, yeah, it it is. You know, I, regardless of the type of business, service, product, whatever, you know, it's it's really neat to to build it, get the right people, the right talent, focused on as you said, customer service, which uh, heck of a lot easier said than done. You know, especially uh, yes you know, when you have. I'm sure in your case, uh, the first rainstorm that hits after the dry season, uh, my guess is uh, all of a sudden it's like, you know, bells and whistles, alarms going off, all hands on deck, right? And uh... Yeah, it uh, it certainly creates urgency when the rain is coming and, and that leak that was just a drop here and there becomes, uh, you know, sheetrock falling in yeah. the house. So, so we try to be very proactive, very quick to respond. And uh, for those that are just out of town and unaware of what's going on and, and maybe a neighbor calls on their behalf. Um, you know, we try to be there and service everybody we can during those challenging in season times. So Tristan, then your journey, and you mentioned that uh, you were in the nonprofit arena for a bit. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved with trademark. 
Yeah, it's a pretty cool story. Um, you know, we moved down here from Maine Woo! two years ago. Wow. Uh, yeah, and uh, quite a journey. I was in Maine my whole life, and uh, I'd always wanted to move to Southwest Florida, uh, just weather-wise and, uh, you know, just just amazing spot. I love the golf and all that. So so I actually took a position in a nonprofit down here and uh, helped the nonprofit actually grow. And, and as a director of development, I just skill set wise helped them raise money. And and uh, when things my time was up over at the nonprofit, I I, um, I had met Doug, the owner of Trademark Roofing, the week that we moved from Maine to Cape Coral at church. Uh, he was, uh, you know, stoic, just kind of standing at the door, greeting people as they came in, greeting people as they walked out. And uh, we hit it off. And uh, a week later from that, uh, I had a flat tire and I didn't know anybody yet. It had only been there a week and he was the only number that I had. And I called him and I said, hey, man, I got a flat tire. Can I bring it in? And uh, so I brought it in. And after everybody stopped laughing at the the Prius that I drove in, you know, these roofing guys, they got big trucks. Uh, after they, after they got over that, they, they helped me, uh, Doug actually patched the tire and, and it was no problem and I didn't have a problem wow. since. And, and then fast forward a year later, uh, when, when I was transitioning out of, uh, the nonprofit I was with, uh, Doug was there and I walked in and talked with him and he just started smirking. He said, you know, nine months ago, uh, I kind of created a position for you and I was just, I didn't want to take you from your mission and what you were doing with nonprofit. But now that you're here, uh, you know, we're ready for you. We'd like you to take over our marketing and business development and, and get out there and see if we can get some of these bigger contracts. So, so that was a, that was an amazing, uh, kind of a God moment. We brought it all together and, you know, fast forward a year later, I've been with trademark a year now and things are going well. We're growing as a company and, and uh, I just I can't believe how it's all kind of fallen into place, and and I really enjoyed uh, being here at Trademark and the team and the people that we have. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty amazing uh, now that I'm looking back how it all came together. What a neat story! Oh my God. yeah, it's just just amazing how life just puts us in the right place at the right time, and and you know you. It sounds like Doug knew all along where you were going to end up, but you had to find the, the right path. And nine months later, there there you were. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's completely blown away. You know, was never on my radar. If you'd have asked me five years ago, if I'd be working at a roofing company in Southwest Florida, I would think you were crazy. And, and I, I wouldn't even have seen a path for that to be possible. So it's pretty... Uh, Pretty amazing. So how about myths, misconceptions in the roofing industry? What do you hear that you could speak to? Yeah, uh, very, very challenging with the insurance uh, issues going on in legislation and, and insurance companies leaving Florida and, and how the roofing business has um, created that issue. And, and what nobody's talking about is the insurance companies have a program and a system that they determine a replacement cost of a roof. And that replacement cost for a shingle roof is usually 40 to 50% more than what the actual cost is. And so they're using a system that's flawed. And then as we play by those rules, it's reflected badly on us, but we're actually using what the insurance company is telling us to use uh, in so doing. And, and that has created a lot of misconceptions and, 
it provides an opportunity for us to to give a little bit of education on that. And uh, you know, for instance, with a tile roof that should cost, you know, fifty five thousand dollars to replace, ends up being ninety five thousand dollars, and you know, you're talking about huge, huge difference in money. Um, and so that's that's a challenge. And then there are roofing companies that are not from Florida, don't understand the elements. But they see the dollar signs and the opportunity. And so now you have this uh, nefarious contractor uh, storm chasing, if you will, and coming down here and only opening up shop for four to five months and knocking on doors and telling people they're going to get their roof replaced for free and all those things. And so so that ends up negatively impacting uh, the companies that are their licensed, insured, locally owned and operated, doing things the way uh, that that really are by the book in the way that they should be done. And, and, mo- and in most cases, a lot of roofing companies are, are being thrown under that uh, stigma and they've been above board. So, so that's been a challenge. So we, we just try to educate our customers, let them know what their options are. Uh, and we certainly do not lead or even want to participate in the insurance uh, replacement of roofs because you're looking at sometimes litigation and back and forth and time delays and, materials and all these things. So it really complicates things and, and delays the opportunity for us to serve a customer. So so we don't even want to play in that space. And, and other misconceptions are that, uh, you know, all roofers are rough and tumble and, you know, trying to, trying to you know, pull the wool over people's eyes. And, and that's just not the case. Um, we've got a great team, solid foundation. I mean, really solid uh, guys and gals uh, that um, really care about the customer, their needs, what what's really best for them. You know, if we have a property owner that's renting the home out, it might not make sense to spend all kinds of money on, uh, you know, a, a first class roof when really they just need a roof that's going to be solid and stable. And, and for other families that are going to be there in this for their forever home, you know, we want to make sure they have a roof that's going to match uh, what their span of time is going to be in that home. So we're always we're always trying to figure out ways to to meet our customers' needs. And um, and in that process, you know, we are seeing a lot of satisfied customers, which is amazing. That's what yeah. it's all about. That it is. Well, well, well said, Tristan. So how about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? Yeah, uh, I love to play golf. You know, you can catch me out there, uh, take my kids out. I'm taking my, my daughter out for her birthday on Father's Day. It's going to be a lot wow. of fun. Um, so always, always like to do that, take clients out and so forth. Uh, but, but also, um, I volunteer at our church. Uh, we do Sunday school. My wife and I tag team the, uh, the K through fifth graders. And we do that, uh, two to three times a month. We enjoy that a lot. We love serving the church and, uh, and then giving back, you know, I, I serve on the Cape Coral Construction Industry Association Board of Directors and, and it's a lot of fun to, to just be in the know and, and understand, you know, the challenges and, and then how as a, as a group we can come together and provide solutions. I love, I love being a part of uh, the solution, you know, solving problems, whatever we can do. And uh, with my nonprofit background, just, you know, heavily service-based. That's just, that's just part of what it is, my DNA. I, I love to give back. So, so that's what you can see me doing if I'm not uh, – you know, driving around and meeting people and, and doing quotes and, and meetings and so forth in the roofing business that you'll find me out there. So 
guess you're getting a little more golfing in down here than you were in Maine. What, how, how long was the season there? About six weeks? <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. Uh, some, some, t- some years it was really short. Uh, I think the shortest season was uh, four months. And uh, on either end of that, terribly cold or very, very wet. Um, but in the peak and the best time of golfing in Maine, it's really hard to beat. You get the views and, and the leaves and so forth. It's really amazing. Uh, but down here, you know, 12 months, um, it's, it's, there's no comparison in terms of uh, opportunity for golf. For sure, for sure. So how about Hardship Life Challenge? What comes to mind? Period of time that you were challenged, you got through it. And uh, now looking back, you can say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yeah, we uh, as a roofing company, I could tell you uh, in February and March, we went through serious challenges with being able to obtain a permit from our local Cape Coral permitting office. Uh, They were right in the middle of a system upgrade and going to a new system. And and what that did was we had to basically redesign how we were going to set customer expectations because in in the past we were able to to sign a contract and get a permit and start the work within two two and a half weeks tops Mm -hmm. and this created a six to eight to ten week lag and uh you know so so it was tough we lost customers because they you know they didn't understand they they felt like uh, we were not putting their needs first and um and for some customers, you know, they with the explanations, and that's why I said we kind of had to redesign our customer expectation um, kind of series and how we how we work with our customers. They they did get it; they understood. Uh, it was on the news. It, there was even national articles uh, written about it. So, so that was significant. And now, you know, fast forward, uh, we're into June, and and now we're seeing issues with material shortages. <laughs> So just just when we get over the permit hump, uh, now we're in, we're almost back to the same boat where uh, you know we can't get shingles as fast as we can get a metal package for a roof. Maybe in the first time in in roofing history. So so we say that uh, and we can't make this stuff up. I mean it's just been unbelievable, one thing after another. Uh, but I say that and business is still good. We're growing. We're, we're able to continue to meet customer needs. And like I said, we've just kind of reset our customer expectations uh, to help align with, with what the market is doing right now. Yeah, it's really uh, <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, business was tough enough before the COVID and, you know, all the shortages and whatnot. And then you throw all this in the mix. And, I, yeah, I, I joke with, other business owners and people in leadership, you know, it's, um, there must be something wrong with us, you know, to, to get into business in times like this when you just don't know tomorrow. But of course, the other side of it is like, like you've mentioned, you know, you're passionate about helping people, whether it's the roofing side or, you know, the kids and the Sunday Correct. school and all that. And, and that's the, the biggest reward, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, we just, we just like to, Start on better terms is all, you know, if, if, if we could set the environment ahead of time, boy, you know, we'd be way ahead, but, but at the same time, it, it forces us to respond and react accordingly. And, and, uh, I think people are really starting to understand the volatility of the market and, 
and just the unpredictability of of literally one day to the next, uh, whether it's uh, shortages, whether it's price increases, um, things of that nature. It's just uh, very challenging times. And so, you know, we're open-ended, we're open-booked. We, we really try to just be as fair as possible with people. And, and um, you know, it goes for all uh, areas of building. You know, if, if you're the general contractor doing new construction and you sign a contract in January, and this is what it's going to cost to build a house, and you can't finish the house until January or March of next year because you couldn't get the materials, and, and you've absorbed six, seven, maybe 12 different price increases and in different materials. Um, it's very, very challenging right now. Um, and, and the demand the demand is not stopping. And so it is forcing, uh, it is forcing contractors to pivot, to make adjustments, to say, hey, can you... Can you meet me in the middle? Can you concede here? I mean, it's not that we want to. It's that, uh, you know, we're still in business to turn a profit and make money. And you got to feed all the families that are working for you and all these things. And and some of these price increases outpace uh, what you can absorb. And so, uh, you know, those are some significant challenges. And I think um, as we solve them, you know, being on this board here in Cape Coral, um, you're going to see a really bright future for Southwest Florida because, I don't. I know that other areas of the country are slowing down and things are cooling off, but it does not feel that way in any shape or form down here in Southwest Florida. It's like a little bubble, and uh, it's a very nice place yeah. to live. Yeah, yeah. There seems to be people coming down here in droves, and we're going to fuel this market for a long time to come. And you know, hey, we have to pay a few extra dollars to live here. It's well worth it than to be uh, indoors. I'm from Pennsylvania. Certainly, may uh, you know. Eight months out of the year. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah. Quality of life, right? Yeah. 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 Really. So is. one thing you wish our listeners knew about trademark roofing, what would that be? Well, you know, we're different. We're a different roofing company. We we really, the foundation of it is um, you, you know, your needs. What, what are the solutions that we can help provide for you? And, um, you know, when we're, you're working with us, you're going to have uh, communication. You're going to have education and uh, at the end of the day you're going to be satisfied with uh your service and then also you know our our installation and and the quality products and things that we sell and offer um we try to offer unique things to our customers unique products like uh, till core stone coated steel um doll tile it's a porcelain tile you know all very fancy very long lasting roofing materials and um, unique to the area. So yeah. so when you come to us and, and you're looking for something a little different, uh, we're going to be able to help meet you there. And, uh, you know, for for the for the person that just needs a new shingle roof, you know, we can do that too. We're, we're Owens Corning Platinum Certified. We earned that. Uh, Owens Corning gave us that award. And, and uh, we have to maintain that every year by by uh, and random inspections and and different things and so it's it's pretty amazing to be in that uh, club there there are only three roofers in southwest florida that have that distinction so we're very honored to have that and um, it boasts our ability to give people a better warranty so we're we're excited about that so uh stone coated steel roofing the things you learn on this show i never knew such a thing. i know wow yeah, you got to look into it. It looks just like barrel tile. I, I'm on your uh, website, checking it out. 
It's uh, very, very yeah, cool. It lasts 50 years yeah. on salt water, so you can't wow, beat it. Wow. So then speaking of that, because we not, I know we have listeners going, wow, what's that look like, Charlie? Come on, come on. So Tristan, for our listeners who want to yeah. learn more, want to get in touch, want to you know, learn about this stone-coated steel roofing, what's the best way for them to do so? Yeah, just visit our website. We've got some excellent footage on there, uh, trademarkroofingllc.com. Or even better, you can go to our YouTube mm-hmm. channel, and uh, there is a playlist of only Stone Coat of Steel and Tilcore. You can see the different profiles, and in the descriptions of the videos, we actually explain the color selections, the profiles you can get, and uh, it's pretty amazing stuff. It's, it's a steel panel coated in acrylic. There's granite granules on top of that and then coated again in acrylic. And so the color holds, it doesn't fade, and it's um, it's got an unbelievable wind rating. And so it, it makes a lot of sense for Southwest Florida. You can have that Spanish Mediterranean look with, uh, with the longevity of steel. Are you finding that uh, some of your clients who normally would do shingle roofs and don't want to have to deal with, you know, the shortage uh, are switching over to this product? Yeah, yeah, uh, all the time. Uh, because the, the weight difference, it's actually a lighter roofing system than an asphalt wow. shingle roof. And so we get that asked a lot, um, you know, is it as heavy as tile and so forth? And no, the answer is no. It's very lightweight, extremely durable, and uh, wind resistant. And it's a really great product. It's our favorite uh, to install down here. Man, very cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. And uh, Tristan, thanks for all you do, not only with Trademark, but in the community at large. And uh, we wish you guys the best going forward. Well, I appreciate you having me, Charlie. It's always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I hope folks learn something. And, and if they have any questions, they can reach out to me directly, uh, 239-848-6613. And Jennifer will connect them with me and be a lot of Terrific. fun. All right, man. You have a great one. All right. You too, Charlie. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.